you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. This is it. All the tubes lead to this spot. Edie, what can you tell us? What are they doing? The tubes are feeding into some kind of superstructure. It is emitting both organic and non-organic energy signatures. Given these readings, it must be massive. Shepard, if my calculations are correct, the superstructure is a reaper. Not just any reaper. Human Reaper. Precisely. Hello, and welcome to Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, where we're discussing our experiences playing through the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm joined by Chip Locke. Howdy, Space Cowboys. And Corey Kurabara Treadway. Greetings from a very bad time in space. And this is episode number 39. And we're here, pretty much. Uh, we'll see exactly how long it takes us, but um, we're pretty much to the end of the game. We still have a few little DLCs to, to knock out, and we're going to do those later. Uh, we'll save those for after uh, what's about to happen, but um, what we're going to get into here are the uh, really the end game of Mass Effect Two. Yeah, so we're just gonna take a shuttle ride. You know? Yeah, so yeah, so basically two missions or so, and I think we technically did three, but two missions after the uh, after after you get the Reaper IFF. Uh, Shepard and crew, and it's interesting they actually show a little cinematic of Shepard and. Um, most of the named characters, uh, you know, that you have in your party all getting into that little shuttle. They don't show everybody cause they don't, I think it's like a pre-recorded cinematic and they don't know who exactly you're going to have in your party, but they get like, they cram most of them in there. And then like you see the shuttle leave and then, well, this happens. With the Normandy restricted from moving while Edie assimilates the Reaper IFF, Shepard and the entire team board a shuttle for their next destination. After their departure, Edie detects a signal in the white noise being emitted by the IFF. She deduces that the signal is the Normandy's location. The Collector ship appears as Edie reveals that the Normandy has a virus and is unable to defend itself. She instructs Joker to head to the AI Corps to unshackle Edie so she has access to the restricted measures necessary to save the Normandy. Joker hobbles through the ship, avoiding Collector attacks as he is forced to watch the crew be abducted or slain by the Collector forces. After unshackling Edie, he next heads to engineering so he can enable the primary drive. Edie seals the engine room and opens all airlocks, sucking any collectors on board out into space. She is able to do this because the rest of the crew is already gone, having been abducted by the Reapers. Shepard returns to a now empty ship, and the team discusses their options before realizing that they must head through the Omega-4 relay not just to defeat the collectors, but also to save their missing crew. How much did it blow your mind the very first time you played through this and you see the collectors coming in on the ship and you have control of Joker? It was not Hell good. yeah, I'm Seth Green. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm Seth Green. 
<laughs> more robot chicken. More Chris. Um, yeah, I, I this is this is such a great moment. I mean, there's so many awesome narrative moments in this game, and this is just like piling on at this point, but like hobbling around as as brittle bones boy you know trying to to make anything happen working with Edie, like uh it's it's such a just a transformative moment like there's a there's a moment where you get down to i think deck three and you're creeping through a hallway you're trying to sneak around and you see the shadows of like a, a collector abducting one of the crew members and it's 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 just such a good good moment yeah, well, not just collectors, you see Praetorians and all other kinds of different versions of Huss just like taking shit over. I'm like, oh no, mm-hmm. I don't like this. But also, I'm like, man, when I imagine how you walk, Joker, you walk a lot better than I thought you would. Because I thought if just little movements you'd break, but moving pretty well. I think he's going to assume the adrenaline was a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, and th- like you said, there's so many little moments. Like, there's the one, I think it's this might be the moment you're talking about where you're in on the engineering deck and like you're on the steps and you can see like the, the you see like the actual like, sh- uh, like collector crew, like coming through after they had cleaned out the engineering room. And then there's another part where you go by the steps and I think you see Kelly chambers getting dragged into the elevator and you're just like, sorry, I can't help you. I gotta, I gotta take mm-hmm. care of my own shit. <laughs> yeah. The, or the random, the random soldier who's like, come on, Joker, I'll protect you. That instantly gets murdered. Like, Nope, go the other nope. way. <laughs> yeah. It is, it, it is such, I mean, it, 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 the whole time you're just like, I, you can't believe this is happening. Like they, they, this is, this is, you know, already in this game, we had the first Normandy get blown up and especially once you, once, you know, that was the fun thing about, you know, coming back to this game is, you know, when you get like that tour, like, oh, this is the tour of the new Normandy. And you're like, wait a minute. I remember, I remember, like, stuff happens on this deck. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that, but like, I remember the first time playing through this, I was like, well, before we got to this mission, I was always wondering, like, man, why are there areas of this ship that show that I should be able to climb down, but currently can't? That's yes. weird. Ah, yeah. That can't be important. Yeah, like the little ladders all over the place. That is, that is mm-hmm. funny. And they do a great job of tracking your movement on the loading screens. I mean, they've always done a great job of this, like showing. Like, oh, the, that is such a the, cute. Like, it's actually one of the sad things about the very fast loading is it, it doesn't show it now. Like you don't get to see it as way. much of, of Joker kind of like creeping through the, the ductwork. Yeah. It, it, well, I, I, I guess maybe I don't have it loading as fast, but it's, I still see the little, little snippets there, at least enough to notice what's going on. Um, but yeah, you, you see like the different ways that Joker transits the ship. And then when he comes out and has to react to stuff, it is, I mean, it's just, I mean, this is, this is where, this is where we live. This is, this has been, you know, like our home base and to see the collectors invading it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just frightening. Well, not even frightening there. It's just also like, it makes sense why like, of course it was a trap. Of course. Why did no one of us think it'd be a trap? Like, why do we just easily fight a reaper when usually no one finds it for thousands of years? Oh, of course, because they wanted us to find it. So that we could grab that and they track us easier. Oh. Damn it. Yeah. I I mean, it is this sort of like height of hubris to say, okay, we picked up this thing. Our ship's AI is so good that we can, you know, activate it and have them install it and you know, I mean, she'll do a good enough job that we won't, you know, any any viruses or any 
traps or anything in there like we'll take care of and well nope you didn't yeah yeah it is it is just brutal and then the, then the, the one sad part too is that when you get to the medical because you have to pass through medical to get to the ai chamber mm-hmm. like chakwas is not there like they already got her oh yeah <laughs> like i mean and that's the thing is they get everybody that it's it's literally just joker left on the ship at the end of this yeah which all the base water like man Good thing that Joker lets Edie out, because how else are we piloting this shit with almost ninety nine percent of the crew gone? Right. Yeah. I guess all I'm of the sure. crew members got to go take a ticket. Like, hey, you go take that part of the ship. You go take that part because we've got nobody else. Well, it's it's interesting though that you're right. Like Edie is going to have to function in multiple ways, um, you know, to, to to man the ship. But it's interesting. Like we, you know, we talked last time about, uh, you know, like the Geth how they're, you know, like multiple programs, multiple consciousnesses all working together in one entity, uh, you know, and s- similar thing to the Reapers. And I wonder, like, is Edie herself, is she a singular consciousness or is she actually multiple consciousnesses that we don't necessarily understand? Um, like, is that just how she, you know, is that just sort of the nature of AI that she can, that's what enables her to still run the ship, even though it's just her basically and then Joker piloting, or, or is she just that? This is what she's designed to do. So she's just one consciousness effectively. Yeah. that I mean, I think that's it, right? Like she is very, and, and she says so uh, in, I now I'm not sure which game it is, but I mean, she says like, I'm not a Geth. I'm, I'm not a consensus algorithm. I'm just a single entity. Yeah. Well, well she, so, she is based on Reaper on the Reaper themselves, like how they, how the stuff is formed. So mm. it'd be probably similar there. Like, I think, they seem to be singular, like one singular mind altogether. Seemingly, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, it's. I did run into one problem on this on my most recent playthrough. Um, was that at the end, uh, when uh, you have to go to uh, Tally Station, uh, and uh, to seal the room and then open all the airlocks. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought I had to go into like the AI core or or whatever that little like not actually go to Tally Station. I thought I had to go past it into that little area where the, oh, where the, the ball is you mean the ezo core the uh the, ma- yeah. the master generation oh, yeah. yeah and so i was going in there and i'm like why can't i find what i need to click on and the whole time <sighs> i'm doing this like these collectors keep coming at me and i'm like i can't fight them like what am i doing <laughs> oh wait collectors come at you if you don't get there fast enough yeah like eventually oh, really? like, yeah, it was like uh yeah and, and like so yeah so uh yeah, so in uh, that playthrough, Joker got taken out, and that was like the end oh of the shit! Game. <laughs> so you can oh you can fa- so I didn't know you could fail this mission. I didn't this, either. Yeah. Whatever, it's not it's not a mission, but okay. Well, that's good to know. Oh, hold on, yeah, hold on, then, hold on. What you're saying is you're just once again being ineffective, Shepard. <laughs> not even I'm ineffective, Joker. <laughs> oh, now. Hey, you're right, ineffective Joker this time. <laughs> Which I'm sure some people would say I'm an ineffective Joker way more than just once. Hey, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that. Uh, yeah, that, that did not go well. And then, like, the next time I'm like, oh, it's right over here. Like, I just noticed that. And I was like, that, that was a waste of time. But, um, yeah, and then, <laughs> I, then you, you finished the mission. I'm glad you messed up because I got to learn something. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I actually did not know that that was a thing you could do. Huh. Yeah, I thought it was mostly pre-scripted and you really couldn't screw up. No, no. I, I, I probably would have thought the same thing if not for my ineptitude, so. I guess, I mean, the game gives you a good amount of leeway to do it. And yeah. it still feels tense. Like, it, it never... You know, like when I played it the first time, I, I I'm pretty sure I never failed it, but it still felt very tense. Like the the atmosphere is good yeah. enough, but oh, it's very tense. The music and, uh, 
no, there's, yeah, it's, it's, this is, I mean, we're on a string here. Cause I said like, uh, was it, uh, last week I said that, uh, the tally loyalty mission is one of my favorite things in the game. This is another one. This is iconic mass effect, really the, is. you know, control, you know, you know, running away from the collectors on the mm-hmm. Normandy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, this is one of the, when you think of mass effect two, this is one of those sequences that you just think of. It is just, you know, this is, it's vintage. This is the game. I mean, yeah. this is, it's, it's iconic. The setup and then the payoff of, you know, yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah. But one other thing I thought was interesting is that when, uh, when you do finish the mission, Edie says that she has control and it reminded me of Harbinger. Well, he's mm-hmm. always like, you know, assuming control. So I thought that was sort of an interesting, you know, I mean, she's literally just saying she has control of the ship, but it's still, it felt evocative of uh, Harbinger in that regard. It was kind of terrifying. It's like, oh no. Now there's yeah. no constraints on this AI. What are they going to do? Nothing. They pretty helpfully like us, luckily. So for the moment. She, she, likes, she likes Joker. That's what's important. There, which is funny because they did not start off liking each other in this game. And now they're like best buds. The, I love well, sure, the sh- evolution of their relationship in this yes. game. And yeah, it's, it's so good. Yes. And I, I, I can't wait till we get to the next one when mm-hmm. we can really talk about. Yeah. How things go with the two of them, yeah. The part I don't get after this is when we, we come back and Shepard and then all come back to the ship. I think it's Miranda's, like, upset at Joker for losing the ship. He's like, like, really? What did you expect Brittle Boy to do against a bunch of a bunch of collectors? What did you expect? Why are you surprised? I really like that I moment. Think, like, I like that he's yeah. basically, and he gets pissed. He's like, you left us. Y'all left us. And, like, I had to go through this terrible, like, he has a really human moment that's very enjoyable. Right? There's there's an implication that whenever Shepard goes on a mission, he takes all 12 of his available crewmates right. and doesn't make the determination on, okay, which two am I going out into the world with until the actual <laughs> time don't... to disembark from the shuttle. So like, that, that seems horribly ineffective. Like, Shepard should be making that call, you know, like, leaving everybody else. Like, I assume, like, if I'm not bringing Kasumi with me on, like, any mission, she's hanging out in that one bay the entire time but no yeah. it's just funny if it's like oh i gotta get on the shuttle and i gotta sit there and he's not gonna pick me again <laughs> yeah it is it is kind of weird like okay i i think the conceit is the normandy is going to stay sort of far out from wherever your destination is and you're going to take the shuttle and make your tactical assessments on the shuttle but like why it, it seems weird I, it, I don't feel like they ever satisfactorily explain it um but i just have been willing to let it go i guess for some reason they said you have to keep the ship the ship stationary to do this they have to use all the power of the ship to break this this iff so you can't use the engines or whatnot but it still seems like bullcrap when i did this mission uh i because i again like the only thing i had to do after the reaper iff because i tried to do everything else beforehand was legion's loyalty mission so i did legion's loyalty mission i came back and i was still talking to everybody on the ship i didn't have anything else to do and so i was like okay like i'm just gonna go to omega just to like just for the sake of going to omega so like i just went and i picked omega on the little destination and everybody got in the ship and then we get this whole sequence here and you know we never make it to omega and so it's like it's not even like shepherd had any kind of like tactical objective right <laughs> like shepherd's like i'm just going to the mall like right. i want to take a trip to the mall <laughs> like it was completely everybody pile in the van and then two of you can exit and the rest of you stay in the van <laughs> you can roll the windows down i guess <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your favorite songs. Yeah. 
Oh. And then some, some poor lady like she, you know sees the van with the windows rolled up and everybody's just sweating in there. And she's like, oh, those poor people in the van. We got to get them out of the van. Like, <laughs> those poor squad mates got to get them out there. Got to call the cops. Yeah. Just like a picture of Grunt and like a little sign. Like if it's hot outside, they're hot inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But hey, the good news for you, you, Nick, you went to Omega. At least you're next to that Omega 4 Relay, so, you know, you're not too far away. Yeah, it's almost true. It's almost like you knew. It's almost like you were like, well, no, hmm. I, actually, it did, actually, I don't think it matters, because you still have to come back to the ship wherever the ship was uh, The ship was, and still tr- take the Normandy to Omega, so. Yeah. I just traveled all that way in the shuttle, but you're, no, you're, you're right. So, you know, so that's kind of the thing, is that at this point now, the crew's gone, they're being held by the the reapers or by held by the collectors rather and yeah maybe you still have some stuff you need to do maybe you didn't finish all your side quests you're still free to take the ship wherever you need it also kind of says something that we've got this ship full of people yet when push comes to shove Edie can literally do everything mm-hmm. like it's literally Edie and joker because you know none of the team like they're not a, like they're all hanging out in their respective quarters. Like they're not doing anything. I mean, Jacob's sitting there checking the weapons. Morden's doing his experiments. Grunt's punching the wall. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it, uh, Saeed's compacting trash. That's that uh, might right. be the most useful thing that any of the crew members we've mentioned so far are doing. Hey, Jacob takes a look at the weapons. You know, he makes sure they're all they're all oiled and greased. You know, that's an important job. He's doing push-ups half the time. That's fair. <laughs> I thought for sure the very first time I did this, I was like, okay, at some point we're going to wind up in Zaid's quarters and that trash compactor is going to come in. I'm going to have to like compact a, a a collector or something. Like it's going to come into play. And I was a little bit disappointed that no, it is it's still funny. just for for show. It's just for clicking on space trash. But yeah, so so the crew's gone. And yeah, you're free to go finish up your missions, but there's a bit of a timer now at play that the longer you take to complete your missions and go through the Omega-4 relay, the more of your crew is going to die. Horribly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you don't really know this unless you're like going using a playthrough or you've maybe played the game once before and then you, you've seen what happens to the crew if you don't get them in a timely fashion. Because I'm pretty sure... On my very first playthrough, I was like, oh, I've still got stuff to do. <laughs> and you, you can do some of the missions afterwards, like after you do do the, you know, go into the Omega-4 Relay. So it's not like you have to complete things, but you really need to make sure you have the loyalty missions done. Because that's, otherwise, when you go through the Omega-4 Relay, things get ugly. Well, that you also got to make sure you got all those upgrades or things are getting real ugly. Right. And yeah, and half the upgrades come from getting the loyalty missions done. Fair. I mean, like, or at, least, or at least recruiting the people. I think you don't necessarily know if you need the loyalty mission. You need to have them recruited. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's just recruiting, them. but still, yeah it, yeah, it is. I think it's the one design point of this game that I don't like because there's nothing really that tells you this. I, I mean, there kind of is like, oh, there are, there's like a buzz, and you're like, hey, we should go get our people if you don't do it. But by the time you hear that, you've already lost people. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting because way back when we started the show, we talked about one of the ads for Mass Effect 1 where, uh, you know, Shepard's 
you know, flying through space and they get a transmission. I think it's from Novaria of all places. Like, oh no, we're under attack. Help us, help us. And Shepard turns off the radio and keeps going to wherever their destination is. And the implication is like, you're going to have to make hard choices. And, you know, you might, you know, have to ignore helping certain people because other people are in trouble. And then you play through the game and it's like, okay, you don't really have to make any decisions at any point of that magnitude. Like, you know, you Mm kind of, you know, you get the Ashley Caden decision, but like overall, like you can do the missions, you can kind of have, have them all do a satisfactory conclusion as you just play through the game. And I guess that's kind of what they're going for here. It's like, okay, well now, now you have to weigh your crew against whatever else you felt, you know, you need to get done out in the galaxy. How do you balance that? If you have, if you haven't already, you know, if you didn't make sure you did everything first to, you know, make sure you didn't have to make this decision except for the fact that they don't really make it clear. Like you said, like you, you don't, you don't realize you're losing people until you've lost people. Right. And that, yeah. you know, at that point you're like, Oh crap. Like you can't, you know, and at that point, if you're safe scumming, you have to save scum like half the game. You have to go yeah. back at least to before you got the Reaper IFF. Hopefully you know, so good luck. Hopefully you have a good save before that is not really far back. Hopefully, right. yeah. Hopefully, you have a collection of saves. And one of one of the minor annoyances, and it's it's not just this game; it's it's many games for me. Uh, is give me infinite save slots. Just let me keep saving, make a new save. Like I, I hit it with so many games where it's just like, and you're done. Like you have some invisible number of whether it's twenty or thirty or forty or whatever saves that you can have in a playthrough. Like, no, just let me keep saving. Was that an issue on console or was that an issue yes. for the game when it originally came out? It's both. It's all like, okay. it, it doesn't matter. I, I've, I've had infinite saves on the PC legendary edition and I don't remember how it was. Oh, really? When I played the, the, okay. Played through the game originally. I don't remember if there was a limit there. So it definitely is um, on console. I, like there is a cap and it, I, I, it's somewhere between 20 and 40, which is a lot of saves admittedly. Um, Per playthrough that you can have, but really, I should just anytime I make a new save, you should say, "Okay, great, there's a new save," and your software should be able to deal with me having 800 saves. I don't care. Well, figure I, it out. I had, I had over 100 saves both for the first Mass Effect and for this one. Yeah, I'm, and, I get like that too. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to save here. Yeah. I'm going to save because of saves coming because of things like this where. Oops, I need to go back an hour or two. I need to go back a few missions and figure out what I'm going to do about this. Well, well that's not why I well, do what it. I found. No, but what I found is like, I want to have a lot of save points because especially like, you know, I'm trying to get like sound clips or like, mm-hmm. you know, get a certain image or something. And sometimes, you know, I have a recording and I can get it cleanly. Sometimes I'm like, oh, if I could just go back and just play through like this five minute segment here. And so I have to remember, like, I, I could theoretically be saving, like, every five minutes. Like, I should have, like, 800 saves, like you said, and then I can just see what what points do I need to go back to? What's the most, you know, easiest thing to do? But the problem, too, is, like, one, I'm so used to playing, like, li- saves are limited. And I do, do seem to recall that, like, yeah, when you played this originally, there was a limit on how many saves you could have. That, like, I was worried at first, I'm going to hit that cap and I'm going to be stuck. But, yeah. you know, also, I think just in general with playing games, it's like, like, you know, it's almost like saving like a word file or something like you should be saving that like, you know, like every time you make a change aggressively. Like, yeah. You know, control us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. it's commit yeah, early, commit often. Know, it's, it's, it's a habit to get into and it's it can be tough to break your old habit of not saving as often as you should. Yeah. yeah and I, I know like I was playing I think it was Persona. I have like 100 save slots and I think I used oh, 99 save slots. And I used every one of them because just to make sure in case I messed up anything, I could go back. Yeah. And there is like there the reality is there's a cutoff point where 
I'm not gonna. Um, and it's probably about now. It probably used to be like three or four hours, and now it's probably about an hour. Um, because I just who's got the time? But I, I just want the comfort of it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry to divert this, but yeah. No, no, that, that's fine. yeah. It's sorry, just it's. it's it, I, it's such an interesting and I, there's probably a really good argument on the pro side of this design decision to say look when you do the iff mission the clock starts ticking like when the and, and once the collectors invade your ship and take all your people it does feel pretty obvious like hey we should probably get our people back um and and i like the concept of it where once all your people are taken like the game doesn't do that video gamey thing of of saying eh, time has paused on this go do side missions to your heart's content it it kind of flips the normal video game behavior on its head i just wish it I, because that's the normal video game behavior i just wish the game communicated it to you better like hey actually you can't do your normal bs you need to go save your people or they're gone especially too it depends like what missions are you going out to do are you going out to uh, you know, um, like, you know, track packages for ish and sell, or are you going out to at least like, Oh, you know, like, well, you know, tally needs to be cleared by the quarry and flotilla. So like, you know, one of those is a bit more important than the other and right. has a direct relationship to what's about to happen. But you know, like, yeah, you could have Shepard just kind of like screwing around doing dumb stuff and yeah, your people are getting killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're kind of funny. Like just see them big and they're getting melted in those pods becoming goo. And then all of a sudden you're like, does she separate dancing over in a on the Citadel or something in one of those clubs? Yeah, let's go check in on that bachelor party over on uh, over at Eternity. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, so that's basically basically what happens is that yeah, so we all show back up now and everybody meets in the meeting room. Although really, you could meet anywhere on the ship because it's not like you're going to bother anybody. And uh, yeah, then there's like an argument about how you know how are we you know what do we do now you know. And, Clearly, the only real option is like we're, we have to go through the Omega Four relay. It's just, do we do anything else first? Um, and ultimately, you know, at this point, we're going to head through the Omega Four relay. So let's hear about let's hear about what happens when we go through the Omega Four relay, and then we land. We'll say when we land the ship uh, on uh, on the other side. It's a charitable interpretation of how this goes down. But yeah, I mean, I guess land. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not you did, in the air. Yeah, it's yeah, it's on the ground. It's on. Well, I guess it's on the ground. Rotations. Joker pilots the Normandy through the Omega Four relay. The core lights up as energy levels are critical. They come out in a field of debris from all the ships that have failed to make it through the relay over the ages. There are readings near the black hole accretion disk that must be from the collector base. Drones emerge from the debris and fire upon the Normandy can withstand the attacks with improved plating. One of the drones breaches the cargo hold, and Shepard and team must defeat it themselves. Joker heads back into the debris field, which the Normandy can survive with upgraded kinetic barriers, and the Collectors deploy the Collector ship from their base. Normandy's upgraded cannon is able to blow the ship up with no problem. However, the Normandy's Mass Effect generators have been knocked offline, and Joker has to crash land the Normandy on the Collector base. Before departing, Shepard meets with the team as they decide their path for breaking into the base and what roles various team members will play during the assault. Yeah, so the ship crashed. <laughs> no, no, it is. As if that wasn't clear. D depending on your upgrade strategy, 
really, really spectacularly or uh, as great, like, you know, sort of Sully Sullenberger-esque. Well, can you, I assume if you don't have all the upgrades, like, this is where... Like you just fail, like the yes. ship just explodes. Well, you can't explode. Or, or no, or you lose. You lose. Or there, there are you certain lose, upgrades you can you lose, lose. Crew members, certain crew members. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's probably like it's not a good thing. Like so, like, Joker's a very good pilot. Like he's gonna get you there with a vaguely intact ship. But yeah, like if you don't have upgrades, like if you don't upgrade your um, like armor plating, or if you don't do whatever with the cannons or the shields, like people in various parts of the ship, like your your, your squad mates will just die like the ship will get hit wrong and they'll get exploded and shot out into so space if, or whatever. If you don't upgrade the cannon, can you blow up the um uh, the collector ship? I think yeah. I, I think you do, but it goes poorly like like more debris comes and hits you or something like that. Okay, okay. Cause cause again, like I I tried save scumming through the finale here. And this was the one part is like, I can't go back to the beginning of the game and not have all the upgrades. Maybe what I should have done is I should have waited to actually install the upgrades until right before I went in. That would have put it, that would have made sense. That's how I should have done. Well, it. I mean, you're playing on PC. Think, this is a place where I would say, just use the save editor to play around if you're curious or that's just, true. You know, just, just watch it, watch it on YouTube, watch yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. shout out for big Dan gaming's channel. Cause, cause uh, he's got just so much of this content. So if you're curious, go, go check his out. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't able to go back and be like, okay, like I'm not gonna upgrade the cannon because I did that like as soon as I had the iridium and uh, yeah. Garrus was on board, so you know stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this is I mean it's it's a it's a frenetic sequence. It's very hectic, like you said. Joker's a great pilot; he gets you through a lot of it. Um, but then yeah, then you have the little the interludes where oh okay, there's that weird uh, like a uh, collector orb that you have to go take out that's in the in the bay yeah the uh, the eye yeah and like it's the one thing i was like talking about like like this sequence of, of area is so cool though because you come out of the, the relay and you're like oh there's a lot of dead ships over here very ancient ships over here a lot of people have tried this and have not made this made this work mm-hmm yeah this is this can is you, such a great sequence can you even try this before you get the Reaper IFF, and I assume it just you just fail if you do. Yeah, you can, and you. It, it's a game over screen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can shoot yourself straight into a game over screen if you want, but and that's my canon playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> screw, screw getting to getting squad mates. Screw getting anything. We're going straight in and game over. <laughs> You know, I, I paid a full forty, you know, fifty dollars for this game, and that—that's all that it was. <laughs> no, but the one thing I mean, it is—I get what they're going for here because it's very much a, you know, like there's a check on like each of the upgrades that are applicable, uh, like the heavy shielding, like the Thanix cannon, um, and so as you, you know, like as you're going through, it's like, oh, okay, like we're going to get hit in the hull. Like, did you upgrade the shielding? Like it, 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 it's very literal in how it handles it. There's, there's not like, it's not like any kind of subtext, like any kind of routine running in the background. Like it's very much like, okay, now we're going to show you whether, whether this worked or not. Now we're going to show you what happens if you upgraded your cannon or not. Um, so it's, it's very direct like that. You can, you get a, you get mm -hmm. a good sense of the consequences of your actions earlier by literally watching it play out exactly as it's going to yeah i really like those guns i really like the way the upgraded guns blew up that collector ship it was so satisfying just watch them just tear through it 
Well, especially since that blew up our ship first. I know. It's payback. Now we got to get collector ship SR2. <laughs> is there a there should be a mission yeah where you have to go to like a, some planet where all the debris fell and you know you get to find uh you know all the different collectors there the collector reward yeah you get to collect the collector tags oh. but yeah but then so so you go through there you land land you crash land as it is and then at that point the remaining crew all gathers and basically like okay this is where we are we're on the the collector station, and we've got, you know, like we've got to find a p- way to get in and blow it up and get our people back. And so then, now this is where you have to start assigning teams because different, you know, I, I, well, first you have to pick who, who's going to go with you as far as, you know, well, I, should, I shouldn't say, for, you actually picked that last, but you have to start designating, we're going to have somebody go through some tunnels. Uh, to kind of sneak around and open up because there's like these two doors that you have to get open. They have to be open from the other side. So like you're going to have, you need to have one team go one way. Shepard's going to lead a little squad the other way. And then you're going to have somebody sneaking through some basically, you know, tunnels or ducts uh, to, you know, get to the other side, open the door. And then both teams are going to meet up. Yeah, I'm curious. And... What, whatever I choose for those different roles. Cause I, I see in here, you said you had Kasumi go through the vents and I'm like, Oh, I usually always have Legion go there because I feel like he doesn't have claustrophobia. I send Tally well, through because I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I think Tally or Legion are the two correct decisions. Yeah, I think no. Kasumi's also good. Kasumi's yeah, a good decision. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what she does. She's a master thief. Yeah. She's used to like crawling through ducks and then opening doors and like doing a little B and E. Yeah, I mean, this is it, you know maybe not inside a collector ship. It's not quite the same thing. But yeah, it's you know it's it's still okay. kind of you know it's basically yeah, it's basically the same thing. Like yeah, there's a uh, there's a chart that I, I wound up following for this playthrough um, because my very first playthrough and when we get to it, like I made a wrong decision and I didn't understand that I made a wrong decision until too late. Um, oh, and I so yeah, too. so it's like if you want to keep your crew together, like you need to. You know, putting aside the fact that, because that's the problem, is that you can have done all the loyalty missions. You can have upgraded your ship. You can have done everything that you're supposed to do and get here. And if you don't assign the right people to the right task, you can still lose people. Yeah, but the good thing is they at least give mm-hmm. you a couple of different options normally. So at least got like a 50-50 chance of getting it right. True. True. Yeah. Like there, see, this what? one isn't as bad. Um as the next choice we have to make, like, like who to send in, like the game pretty clearly tells you like, you should pick a tech expert. Oh, okay. Well, I have very obviously like three of those. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and even if you've somehow managed to botch your playthrough, like you should, you should have at least one. Right. Right. So, yeah. And, and it's just a matter too, of making sure this is also where the loyalty does come into play that if you, if you have somebody, even if you pick the right character, but they're not loyal, then you're still not going to get the best outcome that something can yes. still go wrong. Because I think, I think what I did was, um, cause you have to pick, uh, cause first you have to pick a, somebody to go through the, the vents and, and open the door. That's the tech expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have to pick somebody to lead the other squad. Yeah. And I think Miranda and Jack get into an argument about who should be leading. And on my first playthrough, I had Miranda come with me. So I was like, well, you're not going to lead the other team. I'm going to trust my boy Zaid. 
Oh no! Because he's oh, he's a tough no. he's you know he, he's a tough mercenary. Yeah, he, he led the Blue Sun, so he's got leadership, like you know, bona fides. I so. I think I may have. I'm actually pretty sure I did the exact same thing. Like Zaid's gonna knock all you idiots in line. He's gonna keep you you know focused on the objective and and get it done. Yeah, not a good decision. He seems he seems like he should he seems like he should meet the requirements. Right. He does. He yeah. does. I mean, he ran the freaking Blue Suns. Well, right. to be fair, did he really run the Blue Suns? Because he kind of got kicked out pretty early, been solo for most of the years, had a bunch of anger, and just, you know, maybe not the leadership quality. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. You, I mean, clearly he doesn't <laughs> meet the requirements, but I, it, it, this, is, this is where, like, this one and then the, the biotic decision both are kind of like, it's, it's easy to trip yourself up and make a decision that sort of seems right and by the video game rules is not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The biotic one's funny because like literally Miranda's like, I can do it. And she's the one of the worst choices to pick for the biotic. Yes. Yeah. Of, of your like biotic yeah. squad mates. It's like, oh, no, no, you can't. You cannot. Yeah. And that's, well, that's her problem too, is that she, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't understand the task. I mean, she doesn't know what's coming. And also she would think that she is, a better biotic than she is. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing I didn't notice until this play through this game is I did not realize I was playing like, oh, I can see my teammate in the vents right there. For some yes. reason, the first time I played this, didn't notice them up there. Yeah, and you can see them. Oh, like, yeah. It looks like the vents are starting to like fill up with gas or something mm -hmm. the longer you have to take. because So uh, you, you get off the ship now at this point, and I think we're going to break the recaps here because we're just going to talk through it. Um, so you get off the ship now, and you've made your decisions. And so, you know, the, the, all the other squad mates are going one way. It's just Shepard and the two, you know, ride or die members that you've got with you. And then you got your tech expert up in the vents that you can kind of track as you're going along and you're fighting through uh, various collectors and, and whatnot. And every so often, there's like a little button you have to press basically to open up the next door for your tech expert to keep going. And you can see like they start complaining it's getting hot in here there's gas like you've got to you've got to get to these little checkpoints to keep the door open otherwise they can they can die right there if you take too long yeah. mm -hmm. i enjoy legion cuz you always like shepherd commander obstruction ahead <laughs> yeah he seems to be fine with the gas yeah. and the heat he's okay he's whatever about it yeah he's just saving. yeah <laughs> and that may be the thing too is that yeah he maybe he he's better in there cuz yeah. he's more durable there's but, still timer yeah. for some reason but you know yeah, so you get through, then they open the door, then the teams meet up, and then it's one of those situations where everybody's shooting, and you know, there's is you're trying to get the door shut, but it gets jammed. So you're you're uh, not your tech expert. Uh, I think it's for some reason I seem to recall it being Jacob in my, or maybe I did pick Jacob as my tech expert. Maybe that's why I'm thinking it was him. But yeah, the tech expert has to shut the door, and while they're banging on the door to shut it, uh, some fire comes through and it hits it hits somebody in the gut. Mm -hmm. And either they they're able to brush it off if you picked the right type of leader, or if it, you didn't, and it's Zaid, then he checks out and he's dead. Yep. Yeah. Or, or and if you choose the wrong uh, the wrong tech expert, they die in the vent. They die. They die the in the vents. Yeah. Yeah. They die opening the door. Or if you pick the right person, but they're not loyal. So like you have to pick uh, Garrus, Miranda, or Jacob to lead your people, and they must be loyal. Yes. So which this is a cool way to get Garrus killed. Yeah. It makes sense, though, that, like, Garrus would serve as your leader because he has leadership ability. For sure. And he's, well, yeah. for me, Garrus was on my team with Tally, so I had to have Miranda lead the team, and it went fine. Yep, that's fine, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm surprised that Jacob a- is the third choice in this. I do not consider Jacob a leader of men. I would think, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, he seems very, I guess it's maybe because he's got military experience, like he was part of the Alliance. Part of the course yes. Zaid has, I mean, Zaid has paramilitary th- experience, like, come on. Right, and I would think also, like, Samara, with her, uh, you know, her, her Justicar experience, I could see her kind of being able to handle well, that. She's very lone, she's very lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of the knock on Zaid too, is that he's more he's of a mercenary than he's a team yeah. player. But yeah, that's um, true. And then uh, I'm trying to think who else there would uh, should work. I, I don't know Morden. I mean, on the one hand, he also has some hardcore oh, military experience, leader. but he's too indecisive. He's also very yeah, exactly. He's a little too just dis- you know, a little too fast for his own good. In yeah. Some way, so yeah. Hey, so, yeah, we so find you, the people at least. Yes. Well, actually, we didn't mention. Um, Sorry, we, I think we well, yeah, because you well, you find the people, and this is where uh, you find Lilith. Well, I guess again, it depends how quickly you you got through everything here. Yeah, um, yeah. If you didn't do any extraneous missions, if you went right to the Omega Four Relay, maybe you did one mission, you might have time for. Um, you find Lilith, who was uh, she was talking to either Caden or Ashley back on Horizon when the Collectors abducted everybody. Mm-hmm. You find her in one of the, the collector pods and she's like banging on it and it's getting all like humid and moist in there and there's like liquid on her. And then like, just as you get the pot open, like everybody's just kind of watching. You don't really see what happens, but everybody just kind of like w- looks down at the bottom of the pod and the implication is like she got like melted. Well, no, you, you see her, yeah. her, her, her body starts like falling apart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She starts like falling down in the pod, like sliding down to the bottom of it. Yeah. Liquefied. Not, yeah. not a good and way to if, go. No. no, and if if you took your time, it's not Lilith; it's Kelly Chambers. Yeah, that was my first experience was was Kelly Chambers. I'm like, well, we're going back to before. Where do I need to fix this at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, depending on how long you you took, you can either get like half your crew here, or a quarter of your crew, or maybe none of your crew, with the exception of the one person who you will find, Doctor Chakwas. Yes, secret badass. Yes. So, you know, because you know she's going to want to get back to the, uh, that bottle of uh, rum on the ship. She, or brandy, rather. The brandy. brandy. Yeah. The Ceres brandy. Yeah. She's going she's gonna to want that. So Ceres ice bread. And so at this point now, you have another decision to make, depending on how everything is standing with everyone. Either you, well, you need somebody to escort at least Chakwas or the rest of your crew, if, if they're all there. You need someone to escort them back to the ship. Uh, you also see that there is a the collector swarm is coming and it's massive and so you need a biotic to shield your team as you cross to the next area and Miranda's like hey I can handle that I'd be great nope well first as I said you have to choose some whether you want to actually you can even choose not to send somebody back you can just be like okay crew go back on your own See how that goes. Yeah, it does not go well. No. <laughs> yeah, Miranda. They don't make it. Yeah, Miranda's actually a good choice for this one, for like the the distraction theme. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is actually the, the one where no, not not to go back with people. Uh, yeah, I always send Morden back with the folks. You can pick literally any loyal crew member, and they'll be fine. But there's um, because you have to pick. Um, 
Really? I said, yeah, if you send Zaid, he dies. Really? Yeah. And he was loyal? Yeah, my loyal Zaid. Like, I, like, all right, he's loyal. He'll be fine. Dead. Well, this sucks. Huh. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. I, I, I and, yeah. All right. Just wouldn't make it. Huh. But, like, the crew makes it, but Zaid's now in a casket. Uh, weird. Huh. Weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I just say it's come down and you're like, all right, Morton, you're going to go do this now. Yeah. Yeah, I thought. I know, I know there's different situations where things come into play, but I would have thought, yeah, if you if you send somebody loyal, they should survive that. Yeah. But, uh, hmm. Okay. Yeah, so then, so then, as you were saying, Shepard has to decide who is going to lead, like, the distraction team. And basically, Shepard gets to stand up and give, like, another speech real quickly yeah. before everybody disembarks. Because this is, like, your last moment together before like everything's gonna go down so like if any if anything's gonna happen like this is it so it's time for Shepard to you know you get to get up and and you get some dialogue options you're standing on like some crates or something or some platform um and you get some dialogue options about how you want to try to inspire everybody or 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 I guess maybe browbeat them to uh to to, you know to do do what they can um yeah because you can take like you know you can it's it's the standard like uh you know, a uh, paragon, like, you know, kind of like aspirational, like, yeah, we're going to get them and we're going to fight for justice. Yay. Or it's like, oh no, like we're going to, we're going to take out as many of these bastards as they're going to take out of us kind of thing. Like, you know, you know, what kind of tone you want to take with the speech you have, you have the, the choices there as you go along. Uh, but then, yeah, you have to pick one squad member to lead the, the other team. And then you have to pick one biotic to uh, escort yourself and, and uh, your, your crew members uh, to the next checkpoint. So, yeah. So as we said, Miranda's not great for the the biotic. Um, Samara or Morinth do very well. Um, and uh, Jack, Jack does very well also. Those are basically your only real choices. Mm-hmm. And at least, at least, at least, regardless of how you resolve the Saman- uh, the Samara Morinth choice, you're not penalized for it here. That either one will acquit themselves in, in the situation. But no offense, I don't want to be anywhere alone with Morinth, especially as far as surrounded by tons of uh, little tiny buggers. Which, uh, if you if you slip up and get stuck on a geometry, you will fall off the bubble and they will kill you pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's you gotta not... stay in the bubble. Stay in your bubble. Yeah. If there's anything we've learned, stay in your bubble. I was surprised though because um when I did do one playthrough I intentionally chose Miranda knowing that she was going to not do it and I felt kind of bad because I was like okay like Miranda you're you're going to go through here and you're going to die cuz there's one part towards the end where like your biotic is like stra- straining under the the you know the stress of all these the the little swarm trying to get through the bubble and I'm like okay like this must be what happens is like the stress must just like take them out and like, no, like the bubble bursts a little bit and everybody's able to run to get to the, the next spot and get away from the swarm, except they grab one of your party, not necessarily the biotic. So that's how I lost right. Garrus. Oh, wow. oh no. Oh, no. no. And they just, they just like catch his foot and they just like pick him up by the foot and fly away with him. And that's it. That was the end of Garrus. Oh, no. Yeah, I was, I was surprised and I was like, no, I was like, if I'd known, if I'd known that I would have brought like. Two people I didn't care about in my party, so like at least one of them died. Not Garrus, I brought him because I was like, at least he's gonna survive this. Nope, not anymore. No, and so uh, for some yeah, reason so, it'd be funny if it was Grunt being lifted away. Yes. 
That'd be a big lift. I know. <laughs> oh, no, actually, this is where you get to make the speech. I'm sorry. This is where I think, uh, yeah, after, after you get through here, this is, this is where Shepard finally gets to give the speech. Because now you've got to, you have to have one team hold the line while the other, the other team goes on to, uh, there's some platforms they have to go on, and basically they get to do the final boss fight. Hold the line, you and say. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So who did you, I mean, so I just went with my usual group of Samara and Zaid for the end of this year. I mean, they were basically my, my squad for the whole game, once I got them at least. Oh, I kept with all reliable Tally and Garrus. Uh, I brought Legion and Miranda. Interesting. Yeah, I, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Um, and you get some fun, unique dialogue with Miranda if you bring her for the for the end of this sequence. Huh. What was that? Um, when you make your decision about what to do with the the boss, uh, she and the elusive man have a little moment. Oh, okay. You know? Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a moment because. Yeah, so Shepard gives a speech, and then everybody gets on a platform, and then you start, there are those little floating platforms, you fly through space on the platform, and then you, you encounter other platforms connecting to yours, and they've got a bunch of collectors on them, so you fight with the collectors. Finally, you get to a platform with three husks and two skions, you shoot them down, uh, you get a terminal, it ride, takes, takes you up to the last platform, you see this, there's tubes that lead to like a superstructure, and there's a mixture of organic and non-organic signatures in there. Uh, so you kind of realize like they're liquefying everybody and then feeding the liquid through into whatever they're doing. And then that's when you kind of come over this, like, like, a, like you go through this little like tunnel and then you come out and you see that they're building a reaper, but it's not just any kind of reaper. It's a giant human reaper. Yeah. This is so weird. This is so friggin' weird to me. Yes. Yes. It was weird because like, it's, I think it's like the core of a reaper, not really like, like, like. The outside of the Reaper is a, is a normal ship part. Right. This is, the, this is the inner core part. But right, right. And I think I know. I think we've talked about this before. I don't remember if we talked about this actually on the show or on like pre-show or something. But like, because all the Reapers have that same like cuttlefish shape. Like you know, mm-hmm. when you see like the Reaper invasion coming, they all look the, you know generally the same. There are some some variation amongst them, but none of them look like any kind of actual like alien race unless all the prior alien races all looked like cuttlefish mm-hmm. which they didn't right and so like if there's like a prothean reaper for example we know what the protheans look like so the assumption is it's like somewhere under that general general reaper shape inside there is like a prothean shape reaper running the show for the prothean reaper and, and they've mm-hmm. been doing this for how many cycles you know who knows what aliens they the other ra- reapers were based off of so when we blew up sovereign for example or nizara when we blew up that 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 reaper, inside was a smaller reaper of whatever it was supposed to be, and then we blew that up as well. Yeah, and we didn't never got to see that. Yeah, and they, like it's pretty weird. Like this is so weird because like um they're liquefying all the people, all the humans to make a human reaper because it's their way of preserving us for forever times. I'm like, wait a minute, what? It's like this, like like ever lift ever lift a salt to a. Uh, them talk they're always saying they're your next level of ascension apparently our ascension has become goo and be fed into a giant robot well yeah but the the robot is also shaped like a human it's it almost it's kind of like maybe like if you get like your bust in canton like you get like <laughs> you know like they, they can't preserve you as the baseball player but they can have like a, a statue of you or a you know like a, or a 
a sculpture of your head that's always there. So it's like we get basically like a, a replica person made out of a whole bunch of people and is also kind of a Reaper. And that gets to hang out inside a Reaper cuttlefish shell. Yeah. Yeah, that's victory. But it's supposed to have like the mines in there. I don't know how that works. I like I mean, how it is. Yeah. No. I, I, like, I can't imagine it does, but who, who knows? I mean, it's only what the Reapers tell us. So, you know, the Reapers lied. Who knew? Grain of salt there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the one thing I, could, I also could understand is, like, I guess, why was the eye, why was there an extra eye on the, like, the, 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 like, the left side? It's like, it's like three eye extra, like three, I think it's like three or four eyes on there. It's like, they're not symmetrical and it bugs me a lot. I don't know. Also, I wonder. Do these do these body shells actually pilot from inside the ship, from inside the Reaper body? Do they have their own like little own control panel that gets used? Yeah, I can't imagine. Like it, it wouldn't make sense, right? Like you would think as a Reaper, if you're going to make a new Reaper, you would want to have some exertion of control. Like you're not just going to because if you put a bunch of humans in a weird big robot, like they're probably not going to want to hang with you. They're probably going to be pissed. Well, I just assume they provide the power. Like they've got a little, like a uh, electric bicycle or something, and they're just pedaling on a little wheel, and that that's what makes them right. go. Right? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that maybe would, the, yeah. maybe the indoctrination after all that everybody's been indoctrinated so long, the liquidified indoctr. You're just like, yeah, yeah, well, we're now a reaper. Yeah, this sounds right. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Also, well, what options? I mean, assuming you retain any of your own individual consciousness at that point. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so you're awake. You can't, I don't know if you could really see anything. I mean, all you are aware of is that you're part of some greater thing and it's got to be pretty terrible. Yeah. So at at that point, I don't know that you're really able to like, Hey, let's mount a resistance because (laughs) what are you fighting for? Like everything's dead, I guess uh, then by then. So I guess you don't care anymore. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's pretty much, pretty much hell. I would say you probably Mm -hmm. just rationalize that you're in hell and this, but, that's that's there's not much to do at that point. I'm not sure about anybody else, but was anybody else really just disappointed in the boss fight part of this? Re- I found it relatively easy. Um, I don't. I I mean, when this will be the 800th time I've said this on the show, I I don't care for boss fights and shooters just generally. Like I feel like they don't go well together. This was fine as far as they go. It was no like the end of Bioshock Infinite, which I found very frustrating. That's um, like just unenjoyable. It this is fine. It's not hard. I, I think the game really preps you for this with the other floating platform fight that you do with um, uh, with like Harbinger and the gang on uh the derelict collector ship, the derelict collector ship. Uh, right. yeah, it, it it is it is quite easy though. I mean, it, it's just. I, but I haven't done it on anything over like veteran, so I haven't done this on. Uh, I know it's not called nightmare, but I haven't done it on on that or insanity. So you know, maybe there it's a little bit more punishing because like I assume one mistake and you're dead. But it is very easy to just get in cover, take your pot shots, get back, you know, stay in cover and, and yeah. ride it out. You well, can have a twenty minute long boss fight and never take a an ounce of damage. That's fair. It just, it just seems weird the way it attacks. It doesn't like swipe at you too much. It's like I'm gonna go underneath it, like Pirachu's menacingly from the platform. Like, yeah, you are much larger than me. You should be gonna crush me like a bug. 
Yeah, the boss definitely does do this thing where it like pops its head up every once in a while and you can take like a quick shot at it. And it looks, I don't think it's supposed to look funny, but it does look very funny. It's very funny. I think it speaks to the fact that it's underdeveloped, that it was, I mean, they're still building it. And like we were saying too, if it's got all these consciousnesses inside of it that it doesn't understand, um, it's really, it's going to be just lashing out instinctively for the most part. I don't think it's going to have any, any kind of real strategy or even understanding of what it's doing. Or maybe it's playing peekaboo so and just didn't tell us. It kind of could be. Like, it, it's really, yeah, it, it, it's, I don't even know that it necessarily knows that it wants to kill us other than the fact that we're hurting it. And so it's probably just like lashing out in pain. Like, stop shooting that beam at me. That's fair. I guess we, yeah, did, we, did, fair. Shoot, we did shoot the, uh, the things going into it before uh, it woke up. So, yeah, I guess it should be pissed at us. Yeah, but yeah. So you 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 kill the big human collector or, or human reaper thing, and then of course like it grabs the platform and the platform falls, and then uh, you wind up like landing on like the side of a cliff or whatever. And there's debris. And see again, I'm I'm like I'm pretty sure like there's there's a chance here where the people in your party could die, but I didn't I couldn't go back far enough to like mitigate those decisions. Um. But yeah, you're able to, like, I think there's one part where somebody's slipping off the platform and you can catch them, pull them back onto the platform, and then the platform, like, crashes into the wall. And then uh, I know there's one person you go get some debris off of them and you find that they're okay. And then at this point now, you have to run back because, well, actually, no, because you you get the, you set the bomb before you initiate combat, don't you? Or no? No, I don't think so. Maybe you do. Shoot. Now I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I know you can eat. No, you, no, you kill you kill, you kill the reaper. Um, you find out they attempted to create a Prothean reaper and failed, and so that okay. So there is no Prothean reaper. They attempted to create a Prothean reaper and failed. It turned them into workers for the next reaper, and the reaper shape is based on the species used to create it. Uh, the reapers absorb the essence of the species, utilizing it in the reproduction process. And it's unclear if the reaper itself is actually alive or not. Um, cause it's Edie, it's Edie's giving you all this information cause she's able to scan the whole thing and tell you what's going on. Um, but that's okay. when she points out that there's weak points where the fluid is injected and there's the, the tubes that you can shoot. The, the collectors show up, you fend off the collectors, you shoot the tubes and then that's when you actually fight the Reaper. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, the, your other squad is under fire. Uh, they communicate with you that they're under fire. The elusive man comes in on your comms. He wants to use a pulse to kill all the collectors, but save the base and the technology. Uh, and then uh, it was Thane in uh, in my playthrough. He cut off the elusive man. Mm. He's just like we. He's like we're too busy. And at that point, that's when you actually engage the human reaper and you fight it. Uh, Harbinger sends a minion down towards the end of the fight. The reaper falls and it brings the platform down with it. Uh, the platform crashes. Everybody was okay in my playthrough. And now you have to un- outrun the collectors to get back to the Normandy. Uh, and once again, so yeah, so you're, you're racing through, you're, you're shooting some of the collectors, but pretty much you're, you're racing through to get to the Normandy. And of course, like the Normandy pops up and Shepard has to make a dramatic jump, like for like the fourth time now in the game, I think. At or least. Seen. Yeah. You and can, you really can miss this jump, by the way. You like can? you can just beef it. Yes. Yes. If you really? do a sufficiently bad job, uh, and, and. Yeah, you can you can beef this jump and lose. Badge of what running or just a? I don't know. I uh, I I have to look this back up again. But yeah, you can you can fail <laughs> right at the well, end, which is very funny. And like Joker Shepard will fly could... away, like in the Normandy by himself, and that's a game over. Huh. 
So that's why he does all these practice runs, so he doesn't fail that final mission. Yep. Yeah, I thought it it was uh, on my playthrough. Samara almost fell off the platform earlier that Shepard caught her, and then he d- almost misses the jump here, and she actually is the one to catch him. So there was a little bit of symmetry there. I don't know if it's always the same person returning the favor. Um, but yeah, you get on the Normandy. It's funny too because Joker. This is one of those things where it's like, I guess enough people are back on the ship now that Joker doesn't need to be in the cockpit, but like the door opens and Joker has a gun and he's like shooting at the Reapers, mm-hmm. shooting at the collectors. I, I think Edie was rather. flying at the time, so. Yeah. So he, he yeah, at this point he's like, you've, you've done enough on the ship. You, you you can handle flying and he's he's off shooting at the collectors as uh, everybody's getting him on board. Um, but then, yeah, so Shepard gets on the ship and the Normandy flies off as the Reaper homeworld explodes. And this is when you see, you see Harbinger. And then it cuts back and you realize that the little collector that you thought was Harbinger was actually controlled by Harbinger. And then you see it's looking at like a little hologram of a Reaper and you realize that Harbinger was a Reaper mm-hmm. and it pulls its control from the little collector guy. And then he kind of falls over. And then like, as you see, like the explosion, like the, the, the facility exploding around him, he's just kind of looking up all sad and confused. And then he gets and then he's obliterated. Gone. Yeah. So, okay. What's going on? I looked really quick. Um, if Shepard is the last one out. He will meet, he, he'll miss the jump and you will effectively get a soft game over. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's funny. How do you become the last one out? Uh, so if you, if you're, if you bring non loyal squad members to the boss fight, they die after the fight is over, whether or not you kept them up. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. There's so many permutations at the end of this game. Like it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what uh, I'll I'll link to the flowchart that I used in the show notes. But I mean, it has a bunch of it has a bunch of different subsections and different things, and and there's like a, a value that you have to keep track of as far as like how many loyal members you have to determine how many people actually make it out. And it's so mm-hmm. it tells us kids make sure just finish everything. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, I mean, it was similar for the first game, where as long as you did, even if you didn't, uh, you know, have your like like I didn't have my uh, charisma up for all the decisions, but I at least did like Rex's loyalty mission. So I was able to keep him alive. Like as long as you did the loyalty missions at the right time, uh, you know, everything should be fine. And it's kind of the same thing here. Although there are some added decisions you have to make. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's the problem though, is it's like, it's too easy to miss the mark on those decisions. And then at that point you're just like, okay, I'm just getting it. I'm just looking at cheat sheet. I'm not leaving it to chance anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. I will say after this is done, it is really satisfying to tell the lucid man off and just have him to fuck off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So that's when, when you bring Miranda with, uh, if you choose to destroy the Reaper, uh, he, you know, he lays into her and she just is like, consider this my resignation. Nice. Yeah. It's very badass. It's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I didn't get that, but, um, I did, you know, cause again, I chose not to give him everything and blow everything up. Mm -hmm. Um, same. And so, uh, yeah, when, you know, when you get on that little call with him and he's super pissed and then afterwards I went and I talked to everybody on the crew and everybody is like, you did the right thing. Exactly <laughs> right. We did not want, we did not want the elusive man getting this. And even Miranda, you, you kind of go to her and you're like, uh, are you cool with what just happened there? And she's like, oh yeah, the, like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck my boss. Yeah. So, but it's, it's interesting though. Cause I mean, admittedly for some of the people it was like, okay, they were just here for the collector mission you did that now and there's really no reason for them to stick around like zaid's gonna have you know mercenary stuff to go do kasumi's got her gray box she's gonna go play with that 
Um, but other people like, okay, if Miranda, like, like, you know, like Miranda and Jacob, Jacob, especially, I feel like he, if he, if he's leaving Cerberus too, and I get the, the impression that he probably will also, oh yeah, because he was perfectly fine with you telling this elusive man, like Jacob feels like he should stick around. Like he should be like, Hey, I'm going to hang out with you. Cause you know, we're going to go spill drinks on the Citadel and, and, and he get loud. as much. Uh, yeah. And I can kind of see Miranda like maybe sticking around, but also being like, no, I'm going to go do my own thing. Like I got, I got, I got stuff I got to go handle. Uh, Garrus and Tally, I feel like they should be ride or die at this point. Now you've saved mm-hmm. the universe twice with them. Um, Jack, I can see being like, I'm going to go do shit um, on my own. So it's, it feels like you should at least have like a little bit of a nucleus of a crew sticking with you going forward. And I don't think that's quite what we see. No, it's not. Because at least, at least going from one to two, like when this, you know, it, it's weird to be all the way now talking about, remember, remember way back when the first Normandy got exploded, but like you still had Caden or Ashley like with you or Liara, like at least one of them was still with you mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe Rex left, but you know, it, it, it felt like you at least had, had built up at least some loyalty from the people there. Like here you actually explicitly had loyalty missions. It said like these people are loyal to you and it's like. I have to think a few of them would still stick around. Like, where's where's Legion going? What's Legion going to be doing? Legion should stick around with you, especially since you just met him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What's Legion got going on? I guess he could go back to his collective. I don't know. Just got a bunch of runtime processes to get through. Mm. Right. But uh, what do you guys think of the, at the end of this? I think it's like the final part where you see the uh, actually all the Reapers wake up at the end and start making their slow journey into the Milky Way. Very foreboding. Yeah. Guess we know what we're doing in Mass Effect 3, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's no... Yeah, there's no uh, e- easy way around this here. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, all, all we've been doing is just kind of delaying the inevitable. Yeah. But maybe there's something we can do to slow things down. Yeah. Just f- further delay the yeah. inevitable. I just, I just, I just look at their attitude, though. It's like, all right, screw it. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, so overall, we survived the suicide mission. We got our crew back. Everybody seems to be happy. And for the moment, things are good. Yeah, no more missions to go on, right? Nothing else to do in this game. Well, no, there's still two more <laughs> missions we'll get to. But before we, well, we'll get to them next time. But uh, do we have anything, any final thoughts on the Omega 4 relay? Or this, this, part, of the, this part of the game anyway, at least? Nope. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, I still find I still find that human reaper weird. I still don't understand I, everything I do here. I'm hoping I'm hoping there's some answers in Mass Effect Three. We'll, we'll see. So that said, as I said, next time we'll get into the last little bits of DLC, and we'll uh, finish up Mass Effect Two proper. Woohoo! But, woo. but for now, thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing, and thank you for downloading and listening. We are at Squad Goals N Seven on Twitter, also at the Mash Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash/Mash Those Buttons. Also on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/Mash Those Buttons. Chip, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, my handle is at WD. That's where double Y-E-W-D-E-E. And here on the MASH Network on Wondrous Tales, where every two weeks we talk about Final Fantasy fourteen. Kura, where can folks find you? They can follow me on Twitter at Kurabars, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-E-S, or on twitch.tv slash Kurabar. And you can follow me every week talk about Apex Legends on Dropping Spicy. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Dropping Spicy. What about you, Nick? I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on WoW Talk. 
talking about Warcraft news and guild management, and also on the Torn and the Goblin, talking about Warcraft story and lore. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash discord and email us your thoughts or questions. Let us know what you thought of the Mass Effect 2 finale at squadgoals at mash.gg. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can. Visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can gain early access to content as well as to Patreon-exclusive content. You can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg slash support. Stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mash Those Buttons Network. For Chip and Kura, I'm Nick, and I should go. See ya, Commander. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 